You can't drink like me. You can't smoke like me. Let's party together. Oh my goodness. everybody and welcome back to another episode of the Holy Nun Fantasy Golf Podcast with me, Words, and me neighbor, DJE, Monsieur Dodi Fayed. On tonight's podcast, Big Dick Nick Taylor wins the Waste Management Phoenix Open. We'll check out the BLC leaderboard. We'll have a little Super Bowl talk on the casting couch before we take it up to LA, brah, for the Genesis LA Open at Historic Riviera Country Club. Hey, Johnny. Hello, words. How you doing? Happy Valentine's oh, Day. Oh, yeah. Happy Valentine's Day. Fucking joke of a holiday. Yeah. Uh, my brother-in-law said it best. Uh, my brother-in-law, uh, the younger one. And he said, Valentine's Day is a holiday for guys who don't get any pussy. <laughs> he goes, they t- you take your fucking wife or your girlfriend out, and that's how you get pussy. It's a fucking joke of a holiday. I get pussy all the time. <laughs> so it's nice to know he has a wife that puts out, huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can figure out who that is, huh? <laughs> you left a few breadcrumbs. Yeah, way to go, Matthew. I have, I have, yeah, I, uh, uh, uh. yeah. I have, I have one younger brother-in-law. <laughs> Anyways, yeah. Uh, words, obviously, you know, I like to poke fun at you sometimes for, for what for being late. And uh, today, I was the late one because I had to fucking go to a hour and twenty minute two year old daycare Valentine's Day party. How about that? Yeah, I bet. Uh, I bet those riveting. Lots yeah. of games. Oh no, no games at all. I had uh, just standing around talking to other fucking jerk off dads and moms. <laughs> yeah, they were like, "Hey, come get you, come get your rose, come get your Valentine." It was very nice, very well done by the teachers. But it was like, okay, this could have been thirty minutes and uh, could have done the show on time, huh? Very well done by the teachers, I'm sure. Yes. Good. So you you've got because you've got a hot date. It's Valentine's Day after all, right? Yes. Good. Yeah. Yeah, it'll be great for. Mom and dad know Jackie to get some dinner together. Yeah, huh? we're bringing the baby. So if you're sitting around us, you get like. <laughs> <laughs> well, no shit at our party just now. Well, they were like, hey, can you somebody go grab the thermometer from the office? It's like, oh, what's going on? Is, is this part of the experiment? Because they did like this volcano like eruption experiment that all the kids got to participate in. It was really cool to watch. And literally, they I, I like overhear them get take the temperature of this sweet little little baby, like young, much younger baby. Oh, like, it's 103. 102. Jesus. Yeah, and they like they were like, oh, I guess we better go. I'm like, yeah, get the fuck out of here. Jesus. <laughs> so, yeah. So that happened. Glad I'm here with you now. Yeah. Hey, I feel I feel fine, bub. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, Valentine's Day. We we are doing our date night tomorrow. We're going to we're going to go try to be avoid the crowds of this evening. Oh, yeah, that's what all the poor people do. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and trust me, it's not going to make my meal any cheaper. <laughs> hey, it was a dick move. That's why I'm paying for your meal. What a prick. Uh, babysitter availability. So 
I don't want to get too much into my personal life here, which I already have a little bit, but my babysitter, she's been dating the same guy for like six years. And like, since she started babysitting our kid at like four months old, it's like, I hope this is when I get proposed to and it still hasn't happened. So <laughs> yeah, it's like, hey, good luck. I don't, I don't babysit on any fucking significant, like romantic day. Uh, Valentine's Day is apparently held in that regard. So uh, she's babysitting for us tomorrow. Maybe hopefully engaged by then. We'll don't, see. Don't hold your breath, bitch. <laughs> what if she does get engaged? You said to, it, not me. Yeah. Has to cancel. Yeah, it's a uh, it's like a getaway. We're just fucking still. Hey, pack your bags. Pack your bags. You're leaving. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> We're done. Yeah. We're finished. And luckily, uh, yeah, no, it's, it's one of those that I don't think that's happening words. That's great. Very good. How about the waste management? The wasted management finally lived up to its name, huh? I mean, all the years of debauchery, and it's like all the fucking people that are now coming out and just be like, it's a fucking, this is a joke. They need to get a hold of it. They've been doing this fucking same shit for, for a decade probably now, you know? Yeah, I think by all accounts, though, it was a lot different this year. And I mean, it just, you know, kind of uh, the perfect storm, if you will, and kind of literally and figuratively because there was a rain out on Saturday, so I guess... You know, they didn't play for, you know, it was delayed three or four hours maybe. And so you just had, you know, 200,000 people there with nothing to do except just get absolutely hammered. Well, yeah, no, it started. It started on Thursday. You know, it poured. And right. so, like, half the guys didn't even play their fucking, uh, was it their first or their second? I guess there was a lot of people playing catch-up. Like, you it know, was, They and, were playing catch-up on Sunday. Yeah, and, and, and that was what I think you see a lot of the guys that were in contention that just, like, faded on Sunday. Most notably, in my opinion, Wyndham Clark. He was in the mix for a long time, and he shoots 70 fucking five on Sunday. Not to mention, Tom Hoagie was started the day, you know, five shots back, ends up beating Wyndham just on the Sunday round by nine shots. So Hoagie sneaks into the top 20 for me. Wyndham falls to T41. So I got to say that was a waste for my guy um, when it originally, you know, he at one point he was T, T6. Um, I think heading into the final round. So that was a major bummer. Um, but how about Charlie Hoffman? I don't think anybody saw that coming. Nick Taylor, I don't think anyone saw coming, obviously, because nobody picked him. But you forget, last year he finished second here. So it's obviously a track that he really likes. I know. I don't know why I didn't have the balls to pick Nick Taylor ever. It's his fourth PGA Tour win now. Two in, like, what, nine months with the Canadian Open? Yeah, even maybe even tighter than that. And... Um, yeah, really impressive. Another triple digit winner, a hundred over a hundred to one in most books. Charlie Hoffman would have been like a three hundred and fifty to one ticket. Well, I I heard something that I guess Charlie Hoffman had gone skiing with his family. No, like, he was going to go skiing this oh, week. This week, and so he's playing in the Genesis <laughs> yeah. now instead of going skiing. A guaranteed purse field for him. So he's going to go on a very nice ski trip, I'm sure, next weekend. Apparently, the wife and kids are already there while he's getting his balls tongued in L.A. <laughs> yeah, he's like, okay, hey, hey you, you guys, guys go enjoy on. ski school. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's the good thing about... I'm going the, to Orchids of Asia West Side. That's what's crazy about a guy like Charlie Hoffman. I'm going to go out and say, like, we're not we're not looking at it right now, but what would you guess Charlie Hoffman's career earnings are? Over 20. All right, I'm going to guess... I'm going to guess closer to 30. Yeah, I would say that too. Okay. No, me too. I'm on it. Wow. Here we go, words. He made the FedEx Cup playoffs in 15 straight seasons and has racked up more than uh, $30 million in career earnings. $33.48 million. Yeah, Not be, bad. Yeah, but like taxes. So to, like be, <laughs> to be one of Charlie Hoffman's ugly daughters would be nice. <laughs> no, I'm just joking. They look, both of them are cute girls, whatever. No, yeah, make fun of the kids, man. But 47 years old and, and 
really coming out of nowhere. Uh, and and I, I don't want to say he lost the tournament. Nick Taylor's birdie on 18. Words, this was it. This was it for me. This was the turn. I watched more golf this weekend than I have all year, and now it's golf season officially now that the Super Bowl is over. So. I know. It's so ironic, too, that you it was the biggest, obviously, football game of the season, and you were like all in on the golf. It's like, fuck the Super Bowl. So that's the one the thing. The guy that won't even play golf on Sunday because I have to drink 30 beers and watch three games. I, I, actually, I actually didn't watch the playoff. Uh, okay. Yeah. It was great. Yeah. I, I know. I didn't watch the playoff. <laughs> well, I will say I was nervous. I, shit. I was, I was rooting for Charlie. Um, so, I mean, I mean how, who could, wasn't? You not, how yeah. could you not? Right. I mean, coming out of nowhere, he's had a great history there. He's been a waste management, uh, sponsor for the traditional green spokesperson. Hat. Yeah. Green hat, green Glove. shirt on Sunday. It's like Glove. <laughs> Sunday red tiger green, baby. Or but Charlie. Green. I don't know if you saw like he was, he was in bad shape and I felt for him, for his back, he was wearing. It looked yeah, like a back brace. I heard about a, that. It was a heating pad, and I mean, he looked like, uh, like a lady that was on maternity leave and just kind of waddling. And I was like, "There's no way he's gonna be able to swing a fucking driver." And sure enough, his first driver split the bitch in two, puts it on the green and birdies. But you know, so did Nick Taylor. And I mean, this the guy just was. He's a stone cold killer too. Like he was, yeah. you could see it in his eyes. I was like, "Oh my god." Yeah, no, and for them both to come out and birdie the first playoff hole, and don't get me wrong, I did see the highlights of that. I, I know what happened. Uh, there were lots I, of USA chants, too, and you could tell, like, Nick was, oh, God. He was like, fuck you! Fuck the United States! <laughs> um, but, yeah, no, I, I, I think that, I think the majority of people, obviously, there especially, were pulling for old, for old Charlie Hoffman. I mean, shit, dude. I mean, how many more times does he have to be in contention? I can't think it's too many. Um, how old is he? 47 years old. They're talking about how, you know, I heard Kiz talking about how he's going to basically, the guys on the senior tour are fucked, are basically, oh, they're going to be so fucked whenever he's ready to come out on tour. But like, similar to Stuart Sink a few years ago, you know, it's like these guys get a, on a run. Old, old cock bland, like guys that get hot in their late 40s and, and win a tournament or two, you know what I mean? And it's like, that gets, that would have gotten him a two-year exemption. And it's just getting now, I guess, He's definitely going to keep his card, and I mean, obviously, he's got past champion status, but a lot of FedEx Cup points. Yeah, and so like, who knows? I mean, obviously, that's a place that he's traditionally played well, but you got to think, come San Antonio, maybe it's Chuck Hoffman's time again. Who knows? Chucky Hoff. Remember my Chuck Hoffman pick like two, three years ago? Whenever he ended up, I think he finished second. But uh, yeah, anyways, <laughs> still looking for my first winner this year. But who isn't, right? Yeah, I am. Uh, we're still at that magic number where it's five total winners' checks paid. Only four of those winners because, of course, Christian Bazudentout got Nick Taylor's money that he won. But through six tournaments, we have only had five total winners' purses paid out, basically. Percy. A lot of action still. A lot of game left, especially and this week. Oh, my God. If there's not a winner picked this week, I will publicly... Uh, what? Here we go, everyone. <laughs> Let's see. Listen closely. What am I going to do? Words? What am I going to do? <laughs> I don't know. I'll get drunk as hell uh, on the show. Charlie Hoffman tattoo on your ass? If Charlie Hoffman wins this week, I will get the Charlie Hoffman with the flat build and long hair long Charlie, hair, Charlie Hoffman, Hoffman yeah, tattooed. Silhouette. Silhouette on my right ass cheek. How about that? Cool. If Charlie Hoffman wins at Genesis. Mm. <laughs> That's tight, man. More importantly, though, I mean, it wasn't Percy enough for really any... I mean... That's the best thing. When when I know that my guys are fucked, it's nice to know that nobody had yeah. the winner or the second place guy. Just cheer real hard against everyone. Yeah. It's like, fuck, fuck you. Blah. Um, what do you what are your thoughts? Like, 
I texted you throughout. I thought Scheffler had it in the bag, especially when he goes on the run, makes five birdies in a row. And then the next day, or to start the final round, I think he had a run of four in a row. Yes. Um, at one point, I believe I heard it was like 14 birdies in like a 20, I think it was like a 24-hole stretch. He had 14 birdies. So I saw a stat today. He's played 11 competitive rounds this season, and his greens in regulation is uh, 88%. So I think I think what he's doing is he's just hitting it too close. He needs to hit it to like, you know, 25, 30 feet um, because he's hitting it to 15 and then other guys are, you know, hitting it to 25 and they're making the putts in the greens like, fuck. I, th- I saw a pretty ugly three jack that he had for par, I think on like well, he, 15 or, or on, 14 or on something. On 18 to finish that epic round, he did putt one into, into the bunker. From the green to the bunker, up and down bogey. Yeah, it, it's... As much as I tried to help him out last week by saying, like, they got to nitpick him for something, it's the putter is holding him back. He's still number one in the world. Don't get me wrong. But if he could putt reasonably decent, he's he's got a, at least a win this season already. Yeah, well, I mean, it, it's the run he's been on with his driver and irons, we've said it. It's, it is right on par with 2000's Tiger, which was... Levels, levels above everyone else, right? Tiger won, what, maybe 10 times in that kind of 18-month stretch yeah. at some points? Yeah. And we're looking back, and Scotty's got, like, two wins in the past year. I mean, they're big ones. It was <laughs> the Wasted Management when it was an elevated event and the players' biggest purse ever. Um, but it's like, you. we said it last year also. It's like he, you feel like he's not taking advantage of how well he's hitting the ball because he's not going to be hitting like this forever. Yeah. Um, so... And maybe that's in his head. Maybe, maybe he needs to play worse, and so he'll take some of the pressure off his putting. I don't know. It's uh, I still trust him. I still think he's the best player in the world. He is by far better than anyone else, in my opinion. Well, I, I think that w- what was interesting to me, and it was like the perfect storm weekend, Super Bowl weekend, and you've got the live guys out in Vegas, and like we got texts from our group th- chat that we're on, and it's like, are you guys going to be watching the live tournament today? Or are you guys going to be watching the PGA tournament because the live leaderboard stacked up so well? Sure. DJ gets in the winner's circle over there, and I didn't see one fucking highlight. <laughs> I didn't see one fucking highlight. I didn't see one swing. Uh, no, I did see one swing. John Rahm was kind of going neck and neck with him, and I think with three holes to play, he had another shank. Oh, God. So that was not good for him. I didn't even see that. But You know, I had forgotten the, the, year, the previous year it was he and Scotty Scheffler that were – battling back and forth and Scotty lapped his ass. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I was looking at the past uh Genesis doing when I was kind of just going through my picks and I forgot that John Rom fucking won at Riviera <laughs> last year. And then the year before that, Joaquin. Yeah. And yeah. Then, so we're gonna have there's not gonna be a repeat champion at, at the Genesis this year. So nope. that, um but I will say of of the, all the videos that came out, there was there was two that really stuck out to me from the drunken fans at at the uh, wasted management. One of them was the guy that was wallering around in the mud. Did yeah. you see that? They, they couldn't get up. Like, wasted drunk. I, I think it was, I, I was thinking it was fake, but like some, like I was reading the comments like, no, like this guy was, was blackout drunk, but like this dude was like completely covered in fucking mud and like struggling to get up a hill and like falling repeatedly back into the mud. Did you see that? You, yeah. Sure. There's lots of, I mean, yes, I did see that one. There was a couple of guys who just like, 
trying to walk and like they cannot walk in a straight line and one of them looked exactly like our boy narf he's like this six five leggy dude and he's just like going back and forth and like just kind of like on the curb it's like just get a little more closer to the path and then all of a sudden he gets off the curb and there's a big hill and it's just like all oh, yeah. the way yeah down. into like a ravine almost yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> into a fucking bunch of mud and he just, and he laid, just there. laid there he's like oh god <laughs> then the other one that i saw uh and i'll i'll let the guy that was on the thread with us rename uh remain nameless but we sent uh, the video of the guy that was just sitting in the stool hunched over pissing himself and it said <laughs> the comment was that guy needs a bump <laughs> that guy needs a bump bad <laughs> He needs something. Um, yeah, that may be the last thing he needs. I and, don't know. And then there was the fi- the fight, the fight video. That was okay. I mean, I didn't. Yeah, cool. I would have liked to know a little bit more context there. Yeah. Um, the epic little like twelfth hole, I guess, where there's the hill that everyone falls at. Yeah. When the girls like wearing their white cowboy boots. Yeah. Ah! And there was a girl that fell and like smacked her head real bad. Did you see that one? Yeah. <laughs> no. Oh, it was good. Good. And then the most recent one I just saw yesterday, it was while Nick Taylor was putting, and there was just a completely drunk guy that was like, his buddy oh, was yeah. like holding him up with <laughs> yeah, one arm. that was for the winning putt. Yeah, and then and the, that- uh, the, the other guy like falls over him. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah, and then right after he made it, he fell over, and it was just like everyone just trampling over him. Just like, okay, let's get the fuck out of here. Okay, so. But the best, the best was for the bitchy boy that yes, week. Yes, <laughs> yes. And I'm surprised there weren't more players just absolutely being cunts to the fans right back. Um, but Zach Johnson, ZJ. Yes, the worst. The biggest douche out there. <laughs> I'm tired of it. <laughs> just <laughs> shut up. Don't you sir me, okay? Somebody said it. <laughs> yeah, don't you sir me. What do you think they said, though? Uh, so I, I heard... You're a shitty Ryder Cup captain. Well, I heard it was actually something about him. He had already been an asshole to the fans, and it was like, well, maybe they wouldn't say that if you weren't such an asshole. And then he like, that's when he walked over and said that. And, uh, you know, I'm sure he got beat up about being a shitty Ryder Cup captain, too. I thought maybe it was like, your wife was raised on Iowa corned beef. Yeah, your wife's bigger than you are, Zach. (laughs) Oh, no! Uh, The other thing, too, like, that was such a, so bitchy, because he came off as a bitch, and then... His his quote. I'm sick of it. His quote after. Did you hear that he was like, you know, that there's a lot of just bullshit. You know, I'm sure the Thunderbirds are are ashamed. ashamed. Yeah. You know, and it's like, by the way, like I get the Thunderbirds that they they do a lot of apparently they put on that tournament, great charitable organization. But like, how corny are their fucking outfits? <laughs> like, what are they fucking like knighted knighted fucking. The velvet jacket. You have one just like that. The velvet yeah. jacket with like the the belt, like the fucking. <laughs> 1950s WWE belt. Like a smoker's jacket, John? It is a smoker's jacket. It looks like. It's blue, though. Mine's red. Okay. But, you know, I don't know. I bet those Thunderbird guys think they're really hot shit. (laughs) (laughs) Your boy Drew's one. I know. Our boy Chance is head... Head head dick, big dick in charge. Yeah. He's the nicest guy you know. Yeah. Um, No, I just... I don't know. I, I, I guess I forgot that they all wear those outfits until I saw a bunch of them, you know standing there but um so billy horschel was another guy that got a little heat i thought what billy did was like yeah he's taking up for his playing partner exactly um which is fine it just every time he yells at someone he's like you're trying to play his fucking job man (laughs) (laughs) like you could get a golf shot fucking white bell (laughs) i don't wear white bell Poor Billy. He's probably been to speech therapy his whole life. And here, here, that's like just been a, a key, key thing that we've talked about on this show for 
five, six years. <laughs> well, in that five and six year span, he's made well over $20 million. So. Yeah, I don't, I don't feel that bad for him, I guess, huh? No. Not for old Billy. Uh. Billy host you. Okay, so that was the wasted management. Any other thoughts? Your switch off of Sam Burns, it looked like he was going to get there. He, he eagled 15, and I was like, this is it. He's going to fucking do it. And he kind of tripped up coming home. Didn't, didn't birdie 17. Had a really, really good look on the par 3 16th. Didn't get it done. I was like, oh, fuck it. Yeah, and even even had a look on 18, too, that, that just he left a little bit too. Wait, was that the f- I was confused because I watched him play 18 twice. I mean, I watched coverage all, all day. day. Good um, for you. But, yeah, no, for sure. I, the Sam Burns, I, I kind of knew. The, the writing was on the wall there. Um, but for a while, it was like my two guys, I had Wyndham and JT that were both above him. So that's all I was looking at. I'm like, okay, words has Sam Burns. I've got these two guys that are both ahead of him at the time. And wouldn't you know it, Sam Burns beats them both. Uh, T3 for Burnsy, 520K. Damn right. So what else? There was several different people that I was ready to give the fucking trophy to at different times throughout the tournament. As I mentioned, I told you Scotty was going to win when he got on the birdie run. He didn't. I thought the Gala was going to win after the first couple rounds. Um, I mean, Burns obviously got the momentum. Then when, when at one point with a few holes to play on Sunday, Hoffman has a three-shot lead, and Nick Taylor is the one who emerges <laughs> all, and wins of all people. in the fucking playoff. Yeah. But how gutsy. Three birdies on 18 during his final round, basically. He birdies it in regulation to force the playoff, birdies it the first playoff hole, and then birdies it to win the tournament. So. And don't fact check me on this, but I think he birdied four of his last five holes to get to... Words, I will fact check you. Chuck off. He birdied three of his last four holes. to Three of to, his last four. Okay. Yes, yes. So um, That's and, awesome. And not to mention, man. Like I said, he's a serious you, player. You go back and you look at that fucking bomb. What was it, like a 50-footer that he made in, in, in Canada to win the Canadian Open? Yes. First Canadian to win it in fucking however long. I watched him roll <laughs> Poor in. Poor Tommy Fleetwood. I watched him roll in so many long putts. Just like, oh, Nick Taylor here. And it's like, the guy casually makes, I mean, I've got to, I, I don't, I don't, we don't fact check. Nick Taylor must be one of the best putters on fucking tour with what I saw him do from, from long distance, especially. I like it. Um, yeah, so, we don't fact check. Okay. Yeah. Let's <laughs> move along. Best putter on tour. Yeah. Nick he's Taylor. the best. Yeah. Who? Yeah. Akshay is second. <laughs> totally pulled that out of my ass. Akshay is not second. He's not. He's terrible. He missed the fucking cut. I had yeah. a DraftKings loser. Okay. Hey, it happens. Okay, well, let's, uh, what happened with the BLC leaderboard, Johnny boy? Okay, so words. Uh, how about this? I always do a good rundown of this. I went down the top 10, and I knew the majority of the names. I usually have to look some of them up, so I'm, gonna, I'm just going to go off the cuff here. I did have to write down the couple that I didn't know. So um, in first place, we did have an outright leader, and this is a guy that I've never heard of, Team Frank, Matthew Frank. Congrats, Matthew. He has been paid. We had the, a, the only guy that still has not been paid is... TPC Trosper? Yes. Colton Cumby. Old Colton. And it's, it's 200 bucks too, so Colton. No, it wasn't. I think it was. No, it was not. I think it was. You're wrong. Who does the fucking payments every week? Who did you pay 200 then? Um, John, you fuck. Hey, I'm just calling a spade a spade here, bub. Um, anyways, words, seven-way tie for second. And wouldn't you know it, the outright leader, the guy that's been there most of the season, Rand Oliver leads the way there. Scheffler, Burns, and Justin Thomas 
Burning three big ones to win $1.2 million. So, uh, congrats on the second place there. But he's all in. All in for segment one. I love I love this. You got one, two, three, four, five weeks left. Three elevated events. People are going to be throwing all they got at this for segment one. $1,200? Fifteen, and, and a guy, and a guy that admitted it, admitted it to us right on text yeah. message. Also did it, Bogey Lowenstein, Brian Lowry. He finished the same, uh, same lineup. Burns, Scheffler, Justin Thomas, also there. T two with the same three picks. Queen of the Green, Darcy McRae. All three of those players right there are in the top ten now. Also in that group, Solheim. The one person they had swapped out there was. Uh, Oh, no, they had the same picks as well. Solheim is Bonnie Thomas, so congrats, Bonnie. That's two girls inside of the top six there, so congrats, ladies. Hallball, Andy Bogert was also in that group. And our guy, Jay, man, genius, the ball-striking Jesse. He was there in that same log jam. The final person rounding out that group with the same three picks. Oh, I got to give a shout-out. Hallball had Siwoo Kim. Andy Bogert was the only one mixing it up with a different one in that group. Um, and then Yips, that is Henry Kavicha. Um, and then in ninth place, Deadheads, Tanner Wood. He was a guy that was in the mix all year last season with his first top 10 of the season. And rounding out the top 10 words, R. Scott, that is our guy, Ryan Scott, uh, 1.1 So... Uh, not too much money was was dished out, but we did have 23 people make over a million dollars this week. Um, words, I finished and tied for 85th. You finished 98th. Um, so we both obviously could have could have done a fair amount better. Um, the overall top 10 did get shaken up a fair amount. Words, up two spots and back in the number one spot by with a $215,000 lead. Ransom Oliver, $7.5 million, holding tied in second. C.L. Baker, 4S, Corey Baker. Down two spots, flip-flopping with Rand Oliver is Let's Get Snutty. Alan Donato, he's the last person over $7 million. Then there's a little bit of a drop-off. 700K behind is holding tight at four, fourth place. Grip it and rip it, J-Dub Fleming. Into the top 10 for the first time at number five, Bogey Lowenstein, Brian Lowry. That's his second straight top 10. Up nine spots into the top 10 for the first time, Queen of the Green, Darcy McRae. Seventh, Francis Poncherillo, Rick Lemming. Down three spots to number eight, Putt Pirate Zach Poole. I believe he missed his picks last week. So, uh, congrats. Same thing with, I think, TPC Trosper, Colton Cumby. He fell one spot. And then down three spots to number 10, rounding that out. Tigers DD, Greg Roberts. Don't let your brother remind you to make picks this week, Greg. I don't think you listen, but we're not going to be holding your hand if you're in the mix all year. So, uh, better better not forget and let your old big brother bail you out again. <laughs> Words. Jay Smitty earned two hundred, the two hundred dollars skin. Okay, that's right. Jim Smith, and he had an AOL email. <laughs> Rock and roll. Rock and roll. So I wonder if he still gets and the. I've paid, <laughs> paid his wife. Okay, perfect. On Venmo. Boom. Uh, words. I did. Colton fall. Cumbie, reach out, Bubba. I did fall a few spots. I'm now. <laughs> yeah, I'm you did. Now at one seventy nine. You're at one oh five. But believe it or not, we're still only separated by about a little less than seven hundred thousand dollars. Nothing. Nothing. It's a log jam. It sure is. Um. So yeah, that's the that's the top ten, and and we need a we need a major major. <laughs> as our guy Caldwell texted us this weekend, he said. We cannot miss. I oh. cannot miss this week. We got to pick a winner. Words. Who's gonna do it? Oh my we gonna God. have the same picks. Who knows? 
the only thing I, I didn't, I, we talked about this. We couldn't find a good enough movie to break down words. So I think we just thought about the Hollywood. Were there enough Hollywood stars there in Las Vegas this week at the Super Bowl? Oh, yes. How about the Super Bowl, huh? I, I think my favorite thing that I saw happen was your boy, your boy, Jackson Mahomes, getting denied from his BFF and sister-in-law, Brittany's table at the club the night before the game. The best was Brittany, like, looking at the whole thing and then just literally giving the shoulder shrug and then just kind of starting to dance a little bit more. Like, okay, I'm just... Yeah. Oh, he's gay, anyways. loser. <laughs> <laughs> I sent you, I sent you the, the that video, and I said, "Look at the comments." <laughs> <laughs> what were the comments? Well, it was a, it was an African American male using a African American um, slur that is not appropriate, but you know, it, it it was used to be used a lot with an A. Okay, and I, I don't. He, he goes, he goes. Blank is a waste of. Blank is six six and gay. What a waste of talent! <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I think Jackson Mahomes is like six eight, dude. He's tall. <laughs> He's a big dude. Did he end up fully getting off for that for that sexual? Oh, he assault? got off. Like that's. But I mean, I know it was like potentially charges were going to be dropped because the girl wasn't uh, wasn't like cooperating, but. I wanted to see Jackson go down. That motherfucker wouldn't wouldn't survive in the pen. You'd love to see Jackson go down. Yeah. Other than that, obviously Taylor Swift Love Fest. I went to. Did you do anything for the game? No, I did not. Did you watch it at home? Okay. Um, <clears throat> so I spent the first half at a friend's house, and it's just it's just funny because every female that has no clue about football obviously cheered for the Chiefs. And I saw a, uh, a a post. It was a meme that was going around. And it was a baby elephant. It was like baby elephants are 250 pounds, which makes them the second biggest babies next to any, any male that complains about Taylor Swift being on TV too much. <laughs> <laughs> but I loved it. Heard Blake Lively. Blake oh, Lively was God, jumping up and down yeah. in overtime. She was dugging. She, she loving it. She looked good. Blake Lively. No, you're, good. you're an ice spice guy. Oh, how about that? The first, the first like real clip, and it was like before the game, and it was Jason Kelsey being introduced. Taylor Swift introducing Ice Spice to Jason Kelsey. Yeah, uh, hello, like, hello. Uh, did you? I'm sorry. Was it Ice? Hi, yeah. Ice. I'm Jason. You have that queef song, right? <laughs> <laughs> is that what it well, is? I love it. Is or that farting, queefing, same thing? <laughs> is, it, is she really? Yeah, I think so. I don't know. <laughs> I didn't know that. I couldn't tell you one fucking thing she sings, man. Yeah. But I did love the memes that came out from, from the box where it's like Donna Kelsey, Jason Kelsey, Ice Spice, and Taylor Swift, and it's like they're superimposed like on a log ride, like the the, the, <laughs> the roller coaster picture. Yes. Yeah, Ice Spice looked a little bored being there, I'm not going to lie. So uh, that's probably some of the best things that have come out is like the memes. And one well, of what, my- what about uh, Kelsey? Viva! Oh, God. Vegas. Oh. Viva! Viva! Just like the longest 15 seconds Jim yeah. Nance has ever had holding the microphone with a fake and smile. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and then it pans over to Taylor, and, and you know, like, that's it. That's it. It's not going to happen. Yeah. It's over. It's like, this it's like I can't deal. fucking believe I let this Neanderthal stick a finger in my asshole. <laughs> that, that's the, the memes. One of the memes that I loved seeing was the girl that's like hunched over, like completely like unathletically, uh, like bent over doggy style. And it's like tra- uh, Taylor Swift after Travis Kelsey wins the Super Bowl. <laughs> 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 but that you're right. And then, um, 
<laughs> Obviously, they, they showed a lot of the, the celebrity boxes. One of the, the things that I've seen lately, you know, they showed Jay-Z and Beyonce, but then the Kardashians had one. And the picture of Kylie Jenner that literally looks like Beyonce, like she's had so much plastic surgery that she does look like Beyonce, like 3.0. I think they both have kind of playing yeah, that game yeah yeah a little bit and i mean i don't think beyonce's a natural blonde is all i'm saying yeah no you don't no. Oh, damn she, uh, hot though huh yeah, yeah uh i saw some of the boxes i saw like Shaq was in was in one that, that looked like that was pretty lively the kardashians looked lame as fuck i think bieber might have been in there though there was a lot of speculation as to whether or not he was going to join usher for the halftime show boy was i disappointed he didn't yeah he said he wasn't feeling it i wonder if he just like is in a, just a K-hole all the time. <laughs> I, I know. Mean, he looks like he is just not having a good time. Hey, he had a great little goatee. Kind of looked like me on like a <laughs> two Sundays without shaving. <laughs> I can totally see you at the fucking Super Bowl. Maggie, doesn't that look like me? <laughs> yeah, it's me. It's me. Look at the hot bitch with him. I look just like Bieber. <laughs> yeah. You can dance and sing like him yeah. too. Yeah, yeah. He definitely looks like a <laughs> Canadian Puerto Rican. <laughs> What? How do I look Canadian? Oh, he's Canadian. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I keep wanting to say, like, O.J. Simpson was in a box, but really, no, I just heard that he got diagnosed with prostate cancer, so maybe that was the one thing that... Yeah, that's very curable. Yeah. It's um, not like stomach cancer. R.I.P. T.K. Yeah, another R.I.P. That still hurts, but... Uh, yeah, Usher, Usher. That, well, that's one of the best memes too. How sweaty he was, and it's like him next to Chris Middleton, and it's like who's the sweatiest motherfucker in the world? Usher, like I cannot perform. Yeah. If I am not on rollerblades, if I am not on Molly, I yeah. that's well, why I'm sweating. I'm sorry. I, I mean, I saw several like memes where it was like just him, where he you could see the sweat on his face, and his eyes are closed, and it's like you know this motherfucker's eyes were burning with how much sweat he had going into him. <laughs> My eyes are burning. How about how about the roller skate segment? Where his fucking motherfucker was roller skating <laughs> there. Yeah, I didn't watch all the halftime show. Well, Ludacris came out when, his, when they performed. Yeah, and he looked like uh, uh, Ben Stiller in Dodgeball, like literally the exact same outfit, shoulder pads, and everything. Awesome. Um, but yeah, it was that was that was a hell of a show. The other great meme I saw, Jermaine Dupri came out and we we're like, is that motherfucker, is that CeeLo Green? I was like, no, that's Jermaine Dupri. And he was wearing like those fucking like Raggedy Ann looking like white socks with like this one strap, like little like doll, like shoes you'd see on like a baby doll. <laughs> so oh, anyways, uh, what else? Hell, hell of a game. Hell of a game. Awesome game. I, uh, I was disappointed. I wanted this 49ers to win, but why? My man George Kittle, Norman Tiger. Yeah, yeah, that's Creed, why. Yeah, Creed, Blake Bell, yeah, eh. yeah. Shawnee yeah. Wolves, nothing. No, uh, Norman Tigers. Those yeah. guys won last year. Well, he had two catches for a robust four yards. Yeah, I know. Way to go! I know. Um, it was funny that you know Travis Kelsey obviously screaming and like knocking over poor Andy Reid. Yeah, in the just first assaulting half. the fat poor bastard. And then all he does, he had one catch for two yards, I think, in the first half. Maybe even like one catch for one yard, and he went off in the second half. I mean, I think he had eight for like ninety-eight or something. Yeah, should have like I thought he was going to score on that uh, touchdown, or I thought he was going to score on that like last run that he had. Where he, he was boogie on that, wasn't he? He was. Boogie. I heard that he reached this uh, maybe the fastest in recorded speed in in. In his career or just in the last, like, five years or so? Yes. It's like 20 miles an hour for a fucking big-ass dude like that, so. Yeah, and <laughs> you could tell the dude that hit him was Oh, he, like, dislocated down. his fucking shoulder. <laughs> yes. That was a big hit. Hey, saved a touchdown. Mm -hmm. But they still lost. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, but anyways, yeah, no, it was very entertaining game. Sad football season's over, but I'm all in now on golf, and I'm, it starts this weekend with LT Gray coming back. I wish they would have shown more of McCaffrey's girlfriend, though. Oh God! So she's like weird hot. If you remember when we were out at when we recorded the drunk episode, we still haven't mentioned where we were. We got we heard from one of the caddies that she was out. He has a house. McCaffrey has a house on you know like maybe 14, and she was out sunbathing this past summer and or the summer I guess before. And they said she was in just a little, little white bikini. And it, like, stalled. Like, that course does not get backed up. And it got backed up because people were like, holy shit. <laughs> so. Cool. Yeah. Pretty pretty good story there. <laughs> it's like, oh, I wonder, I wonder how, if it was like a string bikini. It's like the scene in uh, old school when he goes to the couples counseling. We went to a very nice dinner at the Olive Garden and our waitress started wondering what I started wondering what kind of penny she had on. And odds are it's just a generic cotton. But what if? What I think if that's a good question for thong? me to ask Mrs. Words tonight at our Valentine's Day dinner. Inquiring about, you know, what kind of underwear you think our waitress is wearing? <laughs> I wouldn't put it past you, Words. <laughs> uh, I've said more disrespectful stuff to her, that's for sure. Yeah. She's a sweetie. Yeah, of course. Of course. When you do go on a Valentine's dinner like tonight, how many? Mm. How many? Oh, what's the over under on drinks you have? Because you know the jewel and I love to get hammered when we go to dinner. <laughs> <laughs> Good question. No, uh, I mean we'll have probably more than a couple. Yeah, I will say if I were you, I'm ordering a, a margarita, maybe okay. a little spicy. I like those. The uh, yeah, the the margaritas are good. Mm-hmm. So, anyways, happy Valentine's Day. I hope you guys have a great time. Thanks, man. We'll probably miss a reservation because of the show, but that's cool. Well, that's why we got to motor through this son of a bitch, right? Let's motorboat the bitch up to L.A., bro. What? What do you think? L.A., Tiger's hosting. Tiger. They unleashed, unveiled the new Sunday Red, uh, what is it, leisure wear clothing line, Uh, uh, lifestyle brand. What is it? I mean, he released some ugly ass shoes. Oh, oh. So ugly. And then just like a regular polo and a regular kind of quarter zip. But uh, I like it. I, the SDR thing is weird. Just like take the letters off. Like just leave the fucking the tiger. Like I, it's nice and simple. Do you think, why is it three words? Do you think <clears throat> Sunday red was already taken? And so it's just Sunday Cause he red? Because he was in the sun, just beating balls in the sun. Had to go. And then he loves Jason Day. Yeah, it's all for Jason Day. <laughs> and of course, he wears red. Yeah, I loved. The, someone asked him if he was getting the TW logo back from Nike. He was like, "No, I don't want it back." Yeah, no, I don't want that. I don't give. I don't give a shit. Yeah. So, did you see? It was like a hypothetical meme, and it was the TW. And then it was also the silhouette of him doing like the you know the fist pump, right? And then it was this. all five. All five. It was whatever it was. And that, that fist pump deal was never officially his. Like, that's not his logo, but, like, I love that shit. Yeah. Like, and you know who the fuck it is, right? I mean, you do. I want that. I want that. That's what I want. I like the Tiger logo. I mean, I'm not going to. I might buy the hat. I don't know. So I will say I definitely will get something Sunday Red. I probably will get one of those hoodies or something. I will get something Cashmere Sunday. hoodie. I will get. You I'll, see what I'll, they cost? What, seven fifty or something? <laughs> probably. I haven't looked. I do know a, a good sure a good friend of ours who might be le- leading the league. I think has like a seven hundred and fifty dollar cashmere uh, hoodie from from Shadow. <laughs> good, <laughs> but uh, I do think that 
I will 100% buy some sort of article of clothing of Sunday Red, but I'm still I'm still buying all the Nike shoes, all the Nike shoes. I, I'm sticking with Nike in that regard. Yeah, they can get they can get rid of Tiger. They you can't don't get like rid of Tiger. JD. We get it. We get it. You don't like Tiger. Okay, we'll we'll talk about it in the, the feature picks, but it's obviously a big deal that Tiger's here. That's going to bring eyeballs. I still think it's weird. They're doing seventy players, top fifty, and ties. So it could, and within ten of the of that, the leader, which might be everyone, which might be everyone, <laughs> which, which is, is weird. It's fine. I mean, Tiger obviously ripped on Live so badly and ripped on the the no cut events, which I get. I I, I hate the no cut events. I think they suck. Um, this this the the Friday sweat is fun, and like if you got a guy close to it, you were fo- you were following along. At least I am. I think I saw something about uh, was it. Dan Rappaport that what is going to start doing something like on the cut line. I I, I feel like he was going to start doing like a like on ESPN like Plus or something. No, I think he's going to be doing it like streaming on his like YouTube page. Where it's or, smart. Uh, no YouTube, one does Instagram. shit. I mean the the, the fucking <laughs> announcers don't even know what the cut's going to be half the time. It's unbelievable. It's like people on Twitter know a lot more than the guys who are actually calling the shots, which is funny. Well, and C Rob has it has it live. Like when we're texting him, was that I guess for Pebble. And he is like, okay, well, it looks like it's a 68% chance that it's going to be here. And then, like, something happens, like, okay, it just went to 58. And, yes. You know, whatever the, it is. Like, the true it's degen- very trackable. Yes. The true degen gamblers really get it. And, oh, you know, it's pretty easy. All you have to do is, like, you know, they finish on 9 and 18. You have cameras there, and you just update people on who's going to make the cut and who's mm-hmm. not. It's it's not that hard for, for them to do. They still haven't figured it out, which is, you know, understandable. But, you know, the one good thing about Liv is they're definitely – not afraid to make some changes to all this shit. So hopefully that will come up. But um, like I said, yeah, it is a it is a small cut event, limited field, and um, it's kind of like the Masters as far as there's not going to be. Cutting it from 150 to 50. Well, I do think that there is an allure that comes with Riviera, and so it's like... Hogan's you, Alley? You yeah. Seem, you seem to find very very worthy winners here and and you can go back just like six seven years and see jb holmes won here so really how he how, was the outlier yeah but like bubba's won here three times phil's won here a couple times uh i think dj's won a couple times stricker uh adam scott's won a couple times here tiger has never won here this is the like one tournament that he played in most of his career that he never had success at debuted here first ever pga tour event when it was still the la open um, you know what his highest finish was? Last year, maybe? <clears throat> 15th? He finished second in 98. Okay. Well, there, hey, close. Maybe he'll do it this year because words. I don't know if we want to just dive on in. He is in the first featured group. I know. I thought about it. I really did. Because uh, <laughs> I, I sent you those Instagram photos from the uh, He looked good. Videos, yeah, he looked great. The pro-am today. He looked really good. Now... Who knows what that's going to be by Sunday? He's the limp is going to be a lot more pronounced. He's going to be tired. He's not in game shape, so it's it's going to be tough to pick him, which I did not. You know who I bet you will pick him is my good fr- my good buddy Brett Bogert. Yep, I was thinking, <laughs> I was thinking Bogey would take him. Um, I, His dad will not. Yeah, no, and see, here, here's what I think. Coach is too smart for that. Big coach. Th- there's a lot of people that are just like ride or die, whether it's stupid or not. You you kind of lean to think that I, that's going to be me some of the times. I told you yesterday I'm not picking Tiger, and I'm not picking Tiger, but... I thought about it. I think... Resp- I was trying to find an over-under, and I'm sure that it's somewhere easy, but, like, 
What do you think his what do you what would you set the over under finishing position? Uh, thirty five or forty. Yeah, I, I think a, a number I saw was around thirty. Yeah, because he was thirty last year. You said. Yeah, yeah. I, I think he was T forty one last year. Okay, so yeah, probably that again. Yeah, I don't know. It would be great to see him just in the top 20 heading into the weekend, but realistically, it's like worst-case scenario for the PGA Tour is Tiger is one of the guys that gets cut. <laughs> They're like, no, he gets to play. Yeah. He's going to play on the weekend. And I don't know what it is, Words, but part of part of my picking and how I thought of, my, of who I was going to take, it's like, who I can see standing on that fucking hillside and at the at the end of the tournament next to Tiger, whenever you know there, there's the still picture and it's always like, yeah, here's who won, there's he is with Tiger. Yeah, so John Merrick, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> second win here. I get, I get, yeah, I can tell you it, it's, I can see the guys that I fucking picked potentially, but I, I still don't know if I like my picks. So, um, <laughs> some that is some inside baseball stuff, huh? So just can I picture them? I think I can picture all these motherfuckers standing next to him. Can I tell you something? It kind of bothers me that JT and Tiger always play together. Are they paired together? Yes. Yeah, it's that's I don't JT and Tiger and Spieth are a little much for me. Even well, though I, I love I love watching Spieth. Well, clearly and, Tiger is Tiger the one too. making. He's the yeah, one who, no, I want to play with JT just like he did at the Hero. But I'm not a fan either. I'm agreeing with you. Well, last week JT was was a guy that a lot of people picked a lot of people thought he was going to do well he kind of faded he had a really slow Saturday and you know the way that whole tournament ran it's like it's tough you kind of almost have to throw that out the window but um he's he, playing better this year he's a guy that I think is the third or fourth betting favorite but the third guy rounding out the group who I believe is obviously in on a sponsor's exemption or just invite from Tiger Gary Woodland coming back off of the, the procedure he had done so that's those nice guys, he got in yeah good here, um, Gary, you want to come play? Here's, here's yo, 50K. Why not? <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll be there. Like, thanks, Tyrant. Pays for my ticket. Yeah, so those three guys playing together. I laid off JT because, obviously, I picked him last week. I do think he's going to be another popular pick this week just because he's JT. He's playing great golf, and he's back to not quite all the way back, but he's not the JT that missed he had the a fucking hole, playoffs last he week. He had a hole-in-one in the Pro-Am today. Did he? Yes. Okay. Um, so I assume you're laying off that group. Laying off. Okay. The next featured group words, we got last week's winner, Nick Taylor, playing with the man from Norway, Victor Hovland making his return after withdrawing last week and rounding out the group, your guy from last week, tied for third, Sam Burns. I'm going to keep riding with Sam and Sammy. Um, especially I was way off by the way. I was like, maybe he'll slip out of the radar last week. And he was by far the most, the highly... Most pick guy. I, I missed that one. Like I said, probably will not be the highest pick guy this week. He's playing really well. He's putting the lights out of the... How's his history been here? Any good? Yeah. He finished, I think, third here last year. So Okay, great. I'm on him again. Um, I I really thought about taking Sam Burns. I did not, so you're, you're alone there. Um, I do think there's something to be said about how much he was picked last week and getting more value on him this week. But taking into consideration, he did play well and he backed up. The, the worthiness yeah, of picks. Maybe, maybe the other maybe half. Maybe other people are going to be <laughs> yeah. riding him again. but The other three, 200 in the league that didn't pick him. he's He is a good putter. Uh, you're right. And I think that he has a good history here. So Sam Burns is a great pick. And that worries me. But you got you to gotta worry about a lot of things in this <laughs> shit, right? Yeah, you do. So um, 
And sorry, who are the other guys in the, the group? The man from Norway yeah. who's been working on his game apparently after withdrawing from Phoenix. Yeah, and early in the year we saw him get Oh yeah, it was, it was in Hawaii, the first term of the year. We we saw him get Blady out of a trap. He fired he fired old Lazy Eye Mayo. So, uh I'm going to be late to the party on Vic. I think he's also kind of uh kind of he's got one foot in the live door, I think maybe. Um, no. So I think that might be kind of playing into maybe his shitty no, play. Don't do it. I hope not. Um, that would be as as hard as it was for John Rom for me. You know, I was I'm as big of a Rom guy was as big of a Rom guy, and I'm not like you as far as just the disdain and hatred for Liv. No, I'm just joking. Uh, but for me to know that John Rom made such a difficult decision and then see him in a goddamn Liv letter fucking jacket on national television, like talking about it. That really fucking set him back in my fucking book. And like, what a douche. It's painful. If Victor Hovland were to make the jump, that would be, that would hit me as hard as any of the guys that have gone. Yeah, I think with that whole thing, I want what I cannot have. And that is, I just want one of those guys to come forward like, I made a mistake and I really missed the PGA Tour. They can't say that shit. They're going to lose a fucking thumb or something. It sounded so. like that's what Brooks was, go- like, that's the road Brooks was heading down and then he wins, you know, and, and it's all yeah. good. Yeah. And he wins a major, you yeah. know. So. I just want Liv to fail now really badly. <laughs> so, I mean, they're on the way. They they were the, I think on Saturday, you know, they couldn't ask for a better leaderboard for them on Saturday. And they were the 50th um, highest watched sports program on that Saturday with 250 some odd thousand people. And right behind them was the golf channel pregame. So, <laughs> I mean, over well over a million people were tuned into the golf, uh, the, the Phoenix open. So I told you I didn't watch any, but I did look at the leaderboard and like midway through that final round, Matt Wolf was leading. Yeah. yeah <laughs> like, good for, I would love to see Matt Wolf play well again. And I he mean, like got his ass thrown off of, of, of Brooks' Brooks's team. Because, <laughs> yeah, I didn't want to fucking do a workout with Brooks, yeah. which I wouldn't want to do that either, probably. Okay, words. The next featured group, we've got Tom Kim playing with Jordan Spieth, who's been pretty hot lately. And a guy that hasn't lived up to the expectations so far this year, Patrick Cantlay. I'm on Cantlay for the third pick of my Cantlay year, so I can just wash my hands with him. He's got... He has not been playing well at all this year, but he can pop in California. I think that he's his last five trips here, he's had top 20s. Last year, I believe he was third. Yeah, so I hopefully he, you know, he didn't play last weekend, so hopefully he got some shit figured out. He was, I think he had played like three or four weeks um, in a row prior to that, and none of them were really, you know, up to his level. Well, it's like he plays well first couple rounds and yeah, then just fizzles right. the fuck out. First like in contention, yes, and then like has a shitty, shitty, shitty Saturday or Sunday. Yeah. Uh, words, I'm on him too. Right, cool. Um, it's my first Cantlay pick. Part of that was knowing how many people have already picked him, thinking that he's going to be kind of more of a value pick this week and honestly didn't think you were going to pick him. That had a p- part of a factor in that. So I am on Cantlay too. Um, and I, I do think that there's something to be said about going with guys that did not play last week, especially for the guys like Wyndham Clark basically acknowledged that he ran out of gas. I mean, he was waking up at 5 a.m. three days in a row playing golf all day, not knowing when you're going to, you know, be done, when you're going to tee off the next day. Um, So I I do think that there's something to be said about the guys who skipped last week, even though... That's an interesting point. Yeah. Um, What about Jordan Spieth? I'm not on him, even though I think this course really sets up well for him because he's a shot maker. But I mean, he's, you know, if you're driving it in the rough, it's not just the rough. It's like it's the tree lines that can really fuck you. And 
the pitches of these greens like are always kind of like angled against where you're coming in from. So with that being said, I you know, I don't trust Jordan. I love I, lo- I love him though. He's he's great, but I love watching he's a little bitch. <laughs> I love watching them play. How about how about Jordan, the guy that on eight, he's playing 18 and like he looks oh, over yeah. points the guy and he just looks and goes, "What the fuck?" fuck? Yeah. <laughs> um and, and even Tom Kim, I mean shit. You know, Tom Kim last year, you know, you're like, oh, yeah, this is a great setup for Tom Kim. But Tom Kim hasn't quite been, like I said, I think I said it last week. Did he blow his load too early in his career? Joe Scovert, his caddy, dumped his ass. I wonder if he's just kind of like a, eh, I've made it. I think that Joe Scovert saw something like we all have. One, it's like, who wouldn't want to jump on Tom Kim's bag when he did? And then he literally does the exact same thing with an even, an even more generational talent. Oberg is... So many guys think that he can be the number one player in the world. Yeah. And he headlines the next featured group with Nick Hardy and Christian Bazudenhout. You on him? I really, really <laughs> wanted to take him words, but I laid off of him, and here's why. I think that Ober, and here's the thing. You're going to get more value out of him taking him early like this. I think I'm leaning towards Ober. I'm, this is not going to be a mystery. I'm leaning towards Ober at, at, at the players. I'm leaning towards Obear at the U.S. Open. I'm leaning towards Obear in in down the stretch. I'm leaning towards Obear to break out midway through the season and really make a push for. He'll, he'll, he's going to win this week. Top. <laughs> he probably is. He probably fucking is. But he hasn't played in this tournament before. Yeah, that's and, the biggest thing. Yeah, that's the biggest thing. Experience is a big a big one. It's like 18, 16 out of the last eighteen winners have had a have like paid played at least five years here. And, and um, the other thing too is like, but that didn't matter for him at. Look at him at Tory Pines T nine. Uh, finished second at Pebble in the shortened round when it's arguably argue, could have argued that if they go Sunday, he and Wyndham Clark are going to have a showdown. And I think at that point of time, you probably give the edge to 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 o- Oberg. Yeah. All um, right. What's next? We've got my mate Jason Day playing with Big Tony Finau, who finished second here just a few years ago, and they're rounding out the group with Brendan Todd. What a what a name. Yeah, Max Homa beat out Tony in that playoff, didn't he? Yep. Um, B. Todd is going to be on my DraftKings. He and Skip Henley are going to be big on DraftKings for daddy and O'Bear just because I think he's my favorite player and I just can't blow my load on him. Um, <laughs> uh, you can't blow your load on oh, oh, Sweden, God, Swedish want, man. <laughs> God, do I want to. Um, Tony, I saw a crazy stat about him. I guess it was 18 he finished uh, T2. 21, he finished, lost in a playoff to Max, and now it's 24. Oh, so it's even years. Three, three years. Three smash years, three play. Years, three years, smash so. play. Um, and he's, he he played all right, uh, I think, at, at Torrey. Um, 30, tell you, 30 to 1. Who I really wanted to take as, as my mate, and I just didn't do it. I didn't do it, words. I, I think that... Does he want here? No. I tell you who I... I tell you what, words... I'm going to say it right now. I already said something about said a bold thing about a- Oberg. I like Jason Day potentially winning a major this year. What? Let's go. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, it's like I haven't heard this same fucking thing for like the last six years. We've done this podcast. <laughs> oh, this, give me I'm Augusta. Gonna, I'm going to say something groundbreaking. Give me Augusta. Give me Augusta. Give me, Augusta. Give me, give me uh, Valhalla. Um, no, I, I laid off him. I really like Day. I just didn't do it. Yeah. So. Um, all right, for the Mas- majors, majors, all three majors <laughs> with Brooks, 
Rom. Um, <laughs> all right. Next featured group, we've got Colin Morikawa, Matt Fitzpatrick, and the number one player in the world and outright betting favorite by a pretty fucking long shot. I think he's seven and a half to one. Six to one. I'm seeing on this Scotty book. Scotty Scheffler. That's insane. Um, yeah. Scotty's a horse for every course. Morikawa, I thought long and hard about. Um, I've already used him once this year. He has not been playing well, but that's just kind of his MO. It's like you think he's he doesn't have any form, and then all of a sudden it's just like, okay, I, I just want another major. Um, I, I did not – I didn't pull the trigger on him, though. I wanted to go a little more um, – a little further down the board to get a someone who I don't think is going to be picked more than 10 times, hopefully. Sure. Well, I'll tell you, Morikawa, you say that about him, um, but – Low-key finished, I think, T14 at, at, at Pebble last year. He, yeah. He's had a pretty good run here. He's played, uh, I believe he's got at least two top tens, three top tens. Down the street, you know, at Berkeley, he's a Cali guy. I'm going with Morikawa. Okay. I like the way he, like you said, he could just pop and win a major. I'm going with Morikawa. He played great at the Century when I picked him earlier this year. This is my second time using him. I like Morikawa to be there come Sunday. Yeah, and that's good. And see if he gets something done. Cal Berkeley is five hours away, but I get what you're saying. Well, Cal- California kid, huh? Yes. So, um, Kakuya. Kakuya. Um, oh, I know. Scotty Scheffler words. I'm savoring the flavor, baby. Same, same. It's hard for me to see I him... Can- Seemingly, what I thought was in control at Phoenix, and to not win that thing after winning two years in a row. I play he, I play away. him and Ober every week. Yeah, because no. it just I, I love them both a lot. Yeah, no, he he is Scotty is my alternate for what that's worth, but he, he has underachieved by how yeah, well he's been playing. Yes, though. yes, and he has since you know the players last year that which we talked about that was his last win. When we thought about it, we were like, "Fuck, has he won since Phoenix?" Yes, yeah. he won the fucking biggest goddamn purse last year, but. He really has underachieved since then. Yeah. Not <laughs> winning for Scotty Scheffler 20, is underachieving. 20 top 10s, I think. Yes. 20 top 10s. And the closest, the closest besides him is Rory at 11. Yeah. No, no, no. Top three finishes. I think he has 20 top three finishes. Really? It's something crazy like that. And maybe not since last year. I think maybe in the last two years or something. It is something mind-numbing. He has 20. His fucking swing is a sandlot golf swing, Johnny. I, I sent you one. He was hitting a drive like 330, and just looks like he's t- completely out of control, and the ball just lasers it, on a laser. It looks like he's on that fucking, I'm doing it, Uncle Tony, where they're like on that slippery board where they're like hovering back and forth. Like That's how much fucking feet movement he has. Um, but it, but awesome. it works. I love but it. But it works. I um, love it. Okay. I laid off Scotty. I laid off Fitzy. Uh, the next feature group words. This is another big one. We've got Rory McIlroy playing with my guy, Wyndham Clark, and a guy who's made his name known here for the last several years, Max Homa. Max Homa. Will he be the highest picked hombre? If he is, I'm one of the guys on him. I'm turning back the clock to whenever he propelled me a few years ago when I picked him here, when I think only a dozen people did. He's got a shitty resume so far this year. He missed the cut last week, but I think that was a blessing in disguise because he got the extra little bit of rest and didn't have to put up with all the other bullshit that those guys did last week. And I saw a putting stat. He, nobody's better than him here over the last four years um, from like five feet and in, and they talk about how hard it is to put um, the Poana greens from inside of, you know, I think it's five to seven feet, and he's number one by a long shot. I'm going with Max Homa. Throw out the fucking record books. Throw out whatever's happened this year. Max Homa comes to this property, and he finds something, and that's why I'm picking him. And he him. fucks. 
No, let's not throw out the record books. He's been playing like shit. He's going to continue to do so. <laughs> Here we go. Um, so, yeah, I think Max Homa, you think Scotty will be played a bunch? I think Scotty is going to get a lot of love this week. Max, I think. I wonder why for Scotty, though. I mean, it's, the, it's already the third elevated event. Just like our good friend Doctor Sketch said, sometimes you know, I just look at the, the I look at the odds board and I just pick whoever's favorite. I can just do it, man. But I think Max's shitty play is going to scare some people off. That's why I don't know that he's going to be the number one pick guy. And 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 you and I can debate this all the time. We were we were dead wrong on Sam Burns last week. Um, you know, and, and I was dead wrong. It was me. Well, hand up. And I I. I, I I was stunned that Justin Thomas wasn't like I was certain Justin Thomas was going to be the number one guy, and I think he was like the third or fourth guy. Yeah. So um, yeah, uh, I'm going with Max Homa. Uh, oh. I hope that he plays well. All right. <laughs> I'm not going to beat around the bush. I didn't do, I didn't do much along the lines of research for this week, even though I know that uh, you know course history means a lot here. But I'm going with my gut on this one. Plus, I don't think he's going to get picked that much. I'm going to go with kind of a new guy, Mr. Nikolai Holga. (laughs) He's been playing the best golf of his life. Um, Why can't he keep it up? And, you know, this is kind of a Parkland-style golf course. It is a Parkland-style golf course um, and one that they play a lot of on the European Tour. It doesn't take, you know, you don't have to be an absolute bomber, but it helps. He's plenty long enough. Played well at Torrey. I do think that Torrey is more of a, an open yard compared to this place, but don't get me wrong. I think Nick he, Nikolai has been a name on a lot of people's like quote long shots to watch. I still think he's what fifty ish, fifty to one, fifty five to one. It's not that far out there, especially for a guy that you know potentially should have won Tory Pines already this year. Um, but I like the pick words. It's the kid, the twenty two year old Dane. All right. We got to wrap it up quickly so I don't miss my fucking reservation. Okay. You guys enjoy the golf this week. Good picking, John. Good luck. Bad luck. I can't wait to watch it. Go, Tiger. Go, Cantley. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> I picked up two. <laughs> you guys enjoy the golf this week. Keep your head down. You can't drink like me. You can't smoke like me. Let's party together. Oh, my goodness.